something simple this summer with Daily Harvest. Get started today at dailyharvest.com slash radio. That's dailyharvest.com slash radio. The U.S. Mint is honoring notable American women. Poet and author Maya Angelou, Sally Ride, who was America's first woman in space, and a revered Cherokee Nation leader are among female trailblazers who will appear on the U.S. quarter soon. The new American Women Quarters program celebrates women's accomplishments and contributions to the country's development and history. The U.S. Mint says it'll issue up to five new designs a year for the next four years. Honorees will be chosen from a variety of fields and diverse backgrounds. Monica Ricks, CBS News. Joy. Truck lovers may be disappointed this Christmas. Our monster trucks are exploring the backwoods. New York Post says about 50,000 Tonka trucks are stranded in Shenzhen, China, because there are no shipping containers available to transport them. Boxes full of toys are reportedly piled so high, they reach the tops of doors and elevators in what was empty office space that's been transformed into storage. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com work. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com slash work. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash work. ZipRecruiter.com slash work. Jerry's Fireworks, formerly Hamburg Fireworks Factory Outlet, is open and stocked with the biggest selection of your favorite fireworks at all new low prices. 500 gram cakes, aerial shells, reloadables, base fountains, you name it, we've got it. We're open 9 to 9, 7 days a week, located right off Route 33, just 4 miles south of Lancaster. You don't want to miss our blowout prices, so stop in today or check us out online at jerryfireworksfactory.com. Since 19 Danny Mint Electric has been providing professional solutions at fair prices. Whether it is dedicating a line for your computer, running all new electric lines, installing new lighting, air services, ductwork for distributing the best heating and cooling throughout your home, or complete HVAC system installations for the home or office, Danny Mint Electric can hook you up. Consider a backup generator for those untimely Southeast Ohio power outages. Call Danny Mint Electric, 740-593-8813. That's Danny Mint Electric, 740-593-8813. Are you ready for an upgrade for your home? Then check out Superior Renovations in Albany for all your home improvement needs. Superior Renovations is a family-owned business of over 20 years specializing in bathroom and kitchen remodelings. Superior Renovations is committed to superior quality and results. For your free estimate, call 740-517-8795. Great references and great prices available for your next project. Superior Renovations, 27480 Old State Route 346 in Albany. Hi, I'm Kim. And this is Ruth. Please join us every Wednesday morning on 970 WATH to make it happen. It's the Kim and Ruth Show. Well, it's, really not it's not the Kim and Ruth Show. show. It's really, <laughs> I don't know.
Tune in to Make It Happen with Kim and Ruth every Wednesday morning at 10.06. And we'll spend time talking about health and wellness topics. And all aspects of healthy living. But we know that you're the real expert in your health, so let us help you make it happen. Wednesday morning on 970 WATH to make it happen. I'm John. You may know me as a commercial lender, but I'm also a craftsman and a dog dad. At Park National Bank, we're more than our job titles, and you're more than an account number. You get personal attention and direct access to a caring, compassionate banker who respects and responds to your needs and goals. Find John or a banker near you at parknationalbank.com. Park National Bank, where you mean more. Member FDIC, parknationalbank.com. Fairhope celebrates life. If you're facing an end-of-life situation, Fairhope Hospice and Palliative Care. It is never too soon to call. Fairhope is here to listen. You don't have to face it alone. Fairhope cares for your loved one where they live. Or, during times of stress, the Pickering House is a serene setting providing relief for the patient. To learn more about Fairhope's Care from the Heart, please call 1-800-994-7077. Fairhope Hospice, we celebrate life. I-N-E-P-T-E-N-F-T-E-C-T-E-C-T-E-C-T-E-C-T-E-C-T-E-C-T-E-C-T-E-C-T-E-C-T-E-C-T-E-C-T-E-C-T-E-C-T-E-C-
That's right. You know, uh, effective game plans always start with the kind of support that you get from your fans. And what we're hoping is that all the fans listening to the ball game is going to get in their cars and drive down to the farm and come out and support the Oysters. And I am promising everybody what comes to the game, along with their ticket, we're going to give you all a clothespin so you can put it on your nose and you won't be affected by that smell, that home field advantage they have down there on the farm. We're hoping you all come out and cheer for the Oysters. And you all do your part. We're going to do ours because we do have a real fine game plan for this ball game like for example what we're going to do is something what you call subversive you know they got that uh, fine quarterback over there Hugh Heffer he likes to stay out late at night so what we're going to do is tell our cheerleaders to go over there and keep him out late at night the night before the ball game wear him out so the next day when he goes out there to play the ball game he's not going to be as effective as he normally is so he will not have had any sleep the night before not only that he's going to be tired and then and, and he's going to be so tired he can't drop back and pass and throw that ball and run around the ends like he normally can well, it sounds like that uh, might be an effective game plan, Coach. Well, not only that, we're going to supplement that. We're going to do something else. We're gonna, we know we got to keep up with them running backs and keep them fenced in. So what we're going to do is go into our famous corral defense. Be listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach. Art Turf. Ah, let's get it said right now. Yabba Dabba Do. It's a Friday, folks. I overslept this morning. I was running around, boom, 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 trying to get ready to be out here on time, everything. But I made it. Fortunately, that doesn't happen very often. We got a Friday free-for-all. And also some information. I don't know, the way I said information, that sounded kind of like something special. Well, it, it is a little bit. It's a little, it's kind of highly unusual. So what the hell am I talking about, right? Okay, so at 3.30 yesterday afternoon, what happened? You got any hunch, Scott? Yes, I do. Share it with us. Um, The national holiday was created yesterday, creating Juneteenth as a federal holiday. Now, well, Juneteenth... Is it a specific date? I, I I'm still learning. Okay, so I I thought uh, June 19th was going to be Juneteenth. It is. Okay. Well, the 19th is tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. So since it's tomorrow, it is being observed today by some areas, as I think you're going to be getting to. Yeah. 
So as I understand it anyway, I got an, uh, a little text message from the mayor last night. Uh, and so the city of Athens has uh, is recognized to d- recognizing today as a federal holiday. Today. And consequently, City Hall will be um, closed. Um, now, I don't have a similar note from the county, so I don't know whether with this short notice what their plans are. You know, federal holidays um, affect, uh, at least when the city's involved, you know, your refuse pickup, right? So, um, like if if a Monday, like say, um, let's see, in my neighborhood, Thursday is refuse. So you put your garbage cans out and your recycling can out. And, um, and on Thursdays, they pick them up. Unless that Thursday is a, a federal holiday and then they pick it up the next day. I assume in the case of when a federal holidays on a Friday, since I don't experience that in my neighborhood, maybe they pick them up the following Monday, or is it the next day Saturday? I, uh, I, I would, just don't know. Yeah, I would guess it'll be Monday. So you get to keep your trash all weekend. Well, maybe. Maybe with this late announcement. Um, I just don't know. So, folks, I think I think if you are normally picked up on Fridays, you should have it out there. Even though, in theory, this is the first June nineteenth federal holiday. Number two. Um, <clears throat> If someone has Friday pickup, typically on a, um, and when there is a federal holiday, would you let me know? Call us or something at five nine two six six four six, and say, well, when when uh, Friday is a holiday, then they pick it up the next day or the following Monday. I just I don't know how it works. Uh, you obviously would have different pickup service than I do, but on a holiday like this, it's pushed back to the next work day. So with that, uh, that's why I mentioned it would yeah. probably be Monday. But uh, I, I don't know if the city works it differently. Could be. I You know, I, I'm, I'm just wondering why would they do that because wouldn't they have to pay them overtime tomorrow? After being closed today, man, I don't know. See, that's I, the, I just that's w- the budget person coming out of me, the business person mm-hmm. <laughs> talking about you know finances and which you did for many years yeah. with the athletics department. Yep, yep. But um, I I just don't know. All right, <clears throat> but either way you look at it, uh, anytime you have a holiday, well, then the next time you have to pick up two days worth, right? So, um, some places do that, yep. 
And so, you know, somewhere you got more hours there. Or, yeah, they double up the routes. You know, they run a route that they would normally run. Let's say they run a route today. They would run today's route and Monday's route on Monday. Yeah. So, I mean, there's an increased cost there. Possibly, yep, if they aren't able to finish in, you know, the eight-hour typical work day. Well, anyway, let's not get into that part. Let's just understand what to tell our audience. Yeah. And um, we don't know the exact answer, but we do know that uh, for the first time today is observed as a federal holiday, Juneteenth. Hey, I have an idea. Do you have uh, Andrew Chickie's phone number? I do. Handy. I wonder if he might be able to help us out with that. Um, Should we call him live on the air and say, good morning, you're live on... I'm going to let you walk out of the... The hour of... (laughs) Uh, You know, you're certainly welcome to call him. Okay. And, um... I mean, if we don't get something from our audience, we'll see what we can dig up. And this is such a new thing that I'm not sure our audience really will know. Uh, I'm scanning through my phone here. Here we go. And that appears to be a mobile number. I'm going to let you take it. Okay. And do it out. Uh, All right. Outside for a moment. Okay. Let's see what we well, can well, find out. Stick around for one more moment, though. Okay. Um. <clears throat> I think the. Um, I almost said the dispatch, the messenger. I think. Recently ran an article about uh, Tom Williams celebrating his fiftieth year in radio. Uh, Tom Williams, of course, uh, was the morning guy here for a long time. Did a nice job. Um, Tom now has WSEO and WAIS, I think, up in Nelsonville. Um, stations that uh, are owned by um, Joe Edwards. And, um, you know, 50 years in radio. Way to go, Tom. Um, And as I said, he was formerly part of us. Um, Now, um, you know, these marks, these marks get hit. And what I mean is we ourselves, He's he's got 50 years in radio at various different places. Uh, We're hitting the mark of 50 years of ownership of this station. Uh, Just a few months from now. Uh, I myself have had 58 years of experience in radio, but also in television. So... Time does lead up to certain birthdays. Sure does. And milestones. And um, anniversaries. Congratulations to Tom up the road at uh, uh, 
country station, right? Yep. Wild country. Wild racing. Yeah. I'll be hitting um, 10 years. Yeah. Um, let's see. Well, I've already hit 10 years. <laughs> I'm going on 10 plus. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway. Um, I know it'll be 10 years coming up. Yeah, that's right. I just, Either way. I just thought I should uh, throw that out there. Way yeah. to go, Tom. Yeah. How many years are you? 58. Running? 58? Yeah. And you're what? 65? No. <laughs> I'm 71. 71. <laughs> years of age. Um, he started when he was five in radio. I did start Kidding. young. Yeah. I knew you did. Um. And I had some amazing bosses. I mean, even to what you might call famous guys and gals. Including your father. Oh, well, he was among the most. Yep. Um, But I worked with Buzzy Bennett and Robbie Walker and Bill Drake and Gene Chenault. Now, these are all famous programming guys. Well, anyway, let's let it go. Um, Just back to the point initially, which is uh, Tom Williams, once again, congratulations. Yep, congratulations. All right, today is June 18th. Now, this Juneteenth business, are they selecting a specific day that will be each day that year? Yeah, it's always going to be on the 19th. The 19th. Well, mm-hmm. that's tomorrow. So why are we celebrating it today in the city? Well, uh, because the city is closed on the weekends, like most places. Okay. So, so that's why they're doing it When a federal holiday today. falls on a, a Saturday, does the city also make some, do they take a, a Friday or a Monday off? Well, my guess is that's what they're going to be doing. Um, During my time at Ohio University, if a holiday fell on a Friday, or excuse me, on a Saturday, then Friday was the designated holiday. If it fell on a Sunday, then Monday was the designated holiday. So my guess is that's probably what their model is as well, or going to be with this. Okay. So it just depends if Saturday you do it the day before, Sunday you do it the day after. Now, Scott, let's let's do our best to describe what Juneteenth is. Um, now. Okay. As I understand it, 1865, the president at the time, which would have been, what, Lincoln? Yeah. Well, for a while. He was assassinated in April of oh. 65. Okay. Let's see, this is... June? June. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, there was an effort to do away with slavedom. Slavery. And the, among the most 
I'm sorry, among the last places to commit to that concept was Texas. And so while slavery had now been abandoned and everywhere else in the nation, although it was just a very new concept, it was Texas that was still still had it. And and slavery in this sense was dealing with people of black color. So on this date of Juneteenth, so we're going to call it June 19th, um, through presidential order, and I think there was some troops involved too, who went to Texas and said, this is done. And all of these former bla- former slaves, and if I understand the number, it was 256,000 of them, were given freedom. With military enforcements making sure that occurred. And that's a holiday now. And it's been something that has been thrown around uh, proposed as a holiday for several years at least. But now it's done. Now did I do a fair job of describing that? Yeah. Pretty good. Okay. Um, it, it gets its name from obviously the the month and the date. General Granger arrived in Galveston, Texas, I believe, and he was carrying a message uh, with him, announcing the freedom of slavery there. So, yeah, with that. Um, it originated again in Galveston, Texas. It's celebrated as a commemoration of the emancipation of enslaved people and, in the and U.S. Do they put a number to it there? As I had, I said 256,000 slaves. I do not see a number. Okay. Uh, that is not something I read somewhere. It's something I heard somewhere. So I wanted to make sure what I heard was accurate. Okay. Yeah, now actually to go back even before that, uh, in 1780, Pennsylvania became the first state to abolish slavery when it adopted a statute that provided for the freedom of every slave born after its enactment once that individual reached the age of the majority. Now they don't define majority. And they go on to say Massachusetts was the first to abolish slavery outright doing by uh, doing so by judicial decree in 1783 now slavery folks I I don't I don't know the answer to this question specifically 
but I, I, I'm simply raising the issue to see if someone does. Did slavery involve only people of color? And I'm, I really mean black people. In other words, what if I had been Asian or... Well, I'll just stay with that. And and arrived here in this nation. Uh, could it have been? Could I have been misinterpreted because of my skin color? And then placed into slavery. Um, I I just don't know these kind of details. And. I'm not sure it's something we can sort out on this radio show this morning on a Friday morning. But I think I'd like to try to find, um, uh, you know, some historian uh, from campus who could clear that up for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I do know that today, in today's America, today's United States, there still is a certain unfortunate and negative stigma associated with people of color. In spite of many efforts to do away with that. I do know there's a new effort dealing with Asians. And it's, I don't know why we can't just stop looking at one another and saying, you look different from me, you therefore are different than me. That's my stupid, simplistic statement. Why can't we just all get along, work hard, enjoy each other? You know what I mean? Oh, yes, I do, because as you've heard me mention before during my time at Ohio Athletics, we never even thought of anything like that. We all worked for a common goal to support each other, no matter what sport we were talking about, no matter who was the administrator, no matter their background, their ethnicity, none of that mattered. We truly, I believe, truly cared about each other and supported each other towards a common goal to be successful, not only on the athletic fields, the courts, things like that, but also academically. And there was never anything like that. For me, it was a good model for the rest of the university. Come down and see how we do this. You know, talk to people down here. We never had anything like that because, again, we were all in search of a common goal to win contests, to win championships, to make the athletic department proud, to make the university proud. The community, alumni. I mean, you can go on and on mm. with that. 
So I, you know, yes, I'm, I do know. I even what that have is. A, a daughter-in-law who is um, Asian, or I'll more specifically, Thai from Thailand, and um, this has not happened often, but it has happened, and there's certain situations where it's not been ideal, okay? I'll just leave it at that. We okay. do have a caller on this topic, and uh, let's see what's what, what their thoughts are. Good morning. Good morning. I'm not a professional knowledge person about it, but I'd say it was just blacks we're talking about for the slavery part. That's all I've ever seen on NPR or anything. And there's been an awful lot of everything about that lately on uh, television and stuff. Yeah, and and if if it sounded like I was also talking about what few Asians that lived here back then no, I, I didn't mean then. I meant yeah. some of these other ethnic groups um, are feeling, feeling this today. Right. It, it seems to me that once something gets put into place as a national holiday, it takes a little time for it to get organized and in, in place. Of course. So I'm a little surprised that the city doing it so fast. Yeah, that was kind of a surprise. Yeah. And it just doesn't. I got a, a little text message just before 11 p.m. from uh, Steve Patterson. But um, anyway, I know that Steve is all for equality and all that kind of stuff. Too. Yeah, sure. He's a good mayor. The reason hey, I'm hey. calling is you asked about the garbage pickup. The last time I had a conversation with the people at the utilities building here in Athens. They only have pickups, according to the four awards, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, four, Thursday, make for four awards. The only time they do any pickup on Friday, except for businesses and stuff like that, when there is a holiday that throws everything off a day. So there is nothing to be picked up today anyway. I see, under their normal routine. Right, so that, thing, that answers the garbage thing. Well, I, I got a message back from Andrew Chickie of the service safety office and uh, he said everything should be running on normal schedule today he spoke with AHRC and confirmed okay cool well whatever that means because if uh, they didn't have anything to pick up I I think whatever happens today will be different than what it'll be weeks from now because Uh, I'm sorry uh, years from now that's what I meant yeah, right. It, it's, and it's got to make its way into a lot of states have to also ratify yeah. this, I think. For but, the, you know, for the, uh, so I guess is the post office to open today? Is the, Are the banks open today? You know, normally right. federal would, holidays. Yeah, I'd say this happened too fast for the post office to be shut down for today. And, and banks, too. <laughs> yeah, or, or without making me mad. But, uh, anyway. I want my ads in those mail. <laughs> I don't get my uh, emails, but I get my junk mail. Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, last night, there was a baseball game on your station. And then silence. So I slept very good last night. I didn't have any Jim Bohannon or any first light to 
to keep me awake. Well, that was... Uh, well, you have requested that. No, I'm just saying... No, I mean, we have this letter from you saying, please do not play... Anything at night so I can go to sleep. Yeah. Oh, I... Uh, Oh, you let so, the cat out of the bag. <laughs> that so, was just for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. Now, don't expect that to happen every time. <laughs> right. Right. I, I'd have to have some sleepless nights to be grumpy during the day, you but, know. But the point is, thanks for letting us know. We'll figure it out. Right. And and uh, and you didn't have any lights on your porch last night. You were sleepy early. You know, we were fixing a washer... Um, no, a dryer vent yesterday. Oh, that's why that white comes and, there. And so um, we got it all fixed, but we had to get under the deck to clean out the uh, the vent and needed some power tools. Well, we forgot to plug back in the lights. <laughs> oh, I noticed no blue light last night. Yeah, yeah. Well, it'll be back tonight. Oh, good. Everything's back. And... And there will be, uh, even if there's a baseball game, like there's going to be four games out at San Diego and then the other parts of the West Coast, I hope that uh, your radio station doesn't go off the air for the rest of the night after those late games. Well, I thought you wanted rest. <laughs> I, I want it both ways. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll work on it. Thanks a lot. You bet. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We'll get, yeah. you, get you some fries with that, too. Some fries. Yeah, you want fries with that? What he wants things both ways. Uh, uh, Should we say uh, you want uh, your cake and eat it too? That one. Today uh, is National Wanna Getaway Day. Yeah, hang on just a second. This year, post office and banks will be open for business. The post office will be operating on June 18 and 19 on a normal schedule. And will be open according to a statement on the USPS website. As far as banks, representatives from J.P. Morgan Chase said it will be giving employees an extra floating holiday this year and plans to move Juneteenth into their regular holiday schedule in 2022. That's just one banking institution. So with that, uh, my guess is most banks will be following that as well so there you have it about the post office anyway and according to state law most state employees will get the day off to commem commemorate the holiday although some essential state employees will work overtime today's national want to get away day it's national wear blue day i'm in green today want to get away National Go Fishing Day. I could do that. National Take Back the Lunch Break Day. National Splurge Day. And National Flip Flop Day. And I'm wearing sandals today. Okay, we got a caller. Let me uh, hit the right buttons. Here we go. Good morning. Good morning. You ask a very uh, intriguing question in regard to were, was it just the um, uh, black population that was enslaved? I think, and, and we were all taught what history we were taught, and and I'll bet that you knew nothing about June 19 at all in your education in the public school systems or private or whatever you had. It was, um, it was not until college days that I had some awareness of 
that date. But go ahead. Um, the slaves were everywhere, not just black folks, but they were Chinese and whites and the Irish a lot. A lot of the Irish were enslaved. You know, they, they were bought here. They were used. Um, children were slaves. Um, the indigenous people, um, people owned them. And, and, and often it was, you know, they were in a servitude of, uh, they, were, they belonged to, you know, people would have these uh, notebooks that they kept, you know, and I think some of these ships that they've uh, found even still had things intact in boxes and stuff like that. They had lists of people that were coming over here, and they were pretty much enslaved, uh, maybe not in, in the same kind of a way, but I think we're talking about uh, the emancipation, and that is basically of the black slaves, I think. Um, and there's reasons we all this was kept from us. You know, we didn't want people getting indignant about the fact that we, that we, the, this wonderful country, had actually based a lot of our uh, wealth on, you know, the, with the big plantations and so on. They wouldn't have big plantations. They would just have had mostly poor people. But, uh, you know, it, I think this is such a good question. It would be worthy if you could find somebody in the history department to explain it to all of your listeners, including me, that uh, or, do, women me, were enslaved. I've made a note here. I'll, let me pursue that. I'll bet there's some expert on, on this uh, uh, right here locally. But, um, and in some ways, people think that women were enslaved with, during, with marriage, uh, uh, the way marriage had been uh, devised. Well, that was, Well, that's all right. No, it's not all right. Never was all right. <laughs> you know, they didn't even get the right to vote. I, I'm kidding. You but know they that. were owned, and they, they couldn't, you know. <laughs> but it, it's it's something that I think that over time we like to think. We don't want to know with all of our boo-boos we did, you know, <laughs> creating this nation. But we did them. We, we slaughtered people. We we, we enslaved. In, we, we, we drove the Indians across this land into places that nobody would want to live. Um, there, there's something called the Trail of Tears, where they were driven from prime land out to the deserts. Mm-hmm. If that's not a form of slavery, I don't know what it is. But well, we want your land, and we're going to take it. And that we, we have to face that as a nation. You know, we did that. We were no better than enslavements that we have now. You know, what we're thinking of, what we were taught growing up in the in the school systems is only the slavery of, of people who were shackled in the uh, bottoms of these boats, which they sometimes now bring these boats up and find these shackles. Uh, and, and they had uh, logs of, of uh, they're calling them something now, the registrations of these people's names or whatever. And often the slaves, when they were uh, uh, freed, they didn't have a name. They had to take their owner's name. And sometimes those owners were having uh, sexual relationships with the uh, with the with the slaves and all the way to you know our presidents, they weren't as squeaky clean as we like to think we are. So I mean, sometimes we're no no different than other countries in the world. And and um, of course, I don't want to live anywhere else. You know, <laughs> I was born here, but you know, people come here because they see it as a golden opportunity. Sometimes they get a big surprise. It's not as golden opportunity as they might think. Right. So it might be better than where they came from, but but still. We have a long ways to go. Okay. Uh, I never was taught about June 19. 
I mean, well, were you talking my, my about wife, that? My wife oh, is familiar with it because she works with the cult, uh, multicultural office at the university and for many years. So it is a term that slowly I became familiar with. But, um, you know, this is such a step forward. And, um, I mean, what occurred in the last 36 hours. I wonder forever as a country going to address what the American Indian, the, the indigenous people, mm-hmm. uh, what we did to them. Yeah. You know, we talk about re- reparations. What are we going to do for, for that portion of our population? If it weren't for the Indians, the, the, the original settlers uh, that came here on the boat, uh, the, the, on the Plymouth Rock people, you know, if it weren't for the Indians, we wouldn't have had any survivors from England. I'm going to move. They fed them. Anyway, we need to address all of that, but I don't not in my lifetime it will happen. Thanks. Oh, I'm not so sure I don't about think that so. last part. Okay. No. Well, we'll see. Well, it depends on how long the lifeline is, isn't it, doesn't well, it? Well, I guess so. Okay. okay. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, one more thing, though, before you're gone. Uh, and this is a topic I want to open up to everybody, but... Um, you folks always have some interesting thoughts. Um, I would uh, appreciate receiving via email or text um, topics that you would like to have us cover, guests that you would love to have us feature. Um, it's not that we're running dry. It's just I always want to make sure I'm on track with what the public wants. So, if there's someone you've come across who you think's really cool or really interesting or really funny or really educational, um and would be a good guest here on the party line. And folks, I'm not speaking to just this one caller. I'm speaking to each and every one of you. Send me a note, and we will do our level best to try to find a time to have them on the show with us and and um, and feature them. When one doesn't have email and, and whatever else you just said, they can certainly send you a letter. They can yeah, yell sure, across the, sure. the neighborhood and say, hey, Dave. Well, that won't work by. so well. Let the dogs yeah. and and don't get wet with the water. Yeah. I always think it's fun. But those poor dogs are barking, and they, they don't, they're just protecting you all, but uh, they don't, you know, they get their little squirt. That was their bath for the day. The, um, <laughs> what, what she's referring to is we happen to live near, near one another. And sometimes my wife goes out with the garden hose, and if the dogs are just going a little berserk as someone strolls by. Especially another dog. Uh, especially another dog. Um, they get a, a little squirt out the garden hose. They, they get When she's out there, I suppose, but, yeah. you know, I'm not looking all the time or anything like that. It just happened when I go by and, and I say, oh, those dogs are saying hi again. Yeah. Well, at least you keep them confined, and they're not running loose like some dogs do in the neighborhood and do their business on your lawn. They are right on a corner, so I'm sure you get lots of They appear to be, um, I don't know what the term is.
term would be, but they are the most sweet, loving dogs I've ever known. Anyway, okay. You've had a few, so you know. So yep. thanks very much, and and uh, uh, say hello to your wife for all of us. Thank you. Well, we're thinking about her, and uh, she's as sweet as can be, too. So thanks very much. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Um, so back to the point, and that is, uh, and I had made a note about this um, in advance of doing the show today. I thought I would throw it out there to you all, my friends and listeners. If there is a topic that you'd like to hear more about, or that we haven't covered at all, or a person that you think is interesting in the neighborhood or nearby, because people people will drive an hour to be on the show, um, suggest them to me. But help me by providing a little bit of contact information like the whoever it may be, their email or um, telephone. And I will do my level best to try to um, book them to be appearing on our show. Okay, I've beaten that up enough. Um, yesterday, the mayor was here, and he handed me a, a piece of paper entitled, let's see, Introducing the Inaugural Copperheads Community Cup. Now, folks, you may recall the Copperheads are a collegiate baseball team that plays in Athens each summer, made up of players from teams all across the country. They are collegiate players, and um, I headed up that outfit for 17 years. Um, and uh, we actually won the championship that final year. And then because of my wife's health and some other issues, uh, I, I stepped down. But 17 years I worked with it. I am so loyal to it. I am. I think we ran the best program of any of the teams that I observed, although they're all well run. But I was still proud of what we did. We made it a fun experience for anyone who attended. Anyway. Now, if I were still running the team, I think we would have played this summer. But uh, other parties are now in charge, and they, um, they're they still coveting and being cautious. And I'm not saying I'm be uncautious. I just think we are close enough. And let me tell you, every other team in the league is playing this summer. So... Um, the, the Copperheads group, as they are today, came up with this idea of a, having a community cup. So it runs the 19th through the 24th. And it's just a series of fun events and competitive events, right? 
So um, people that want to participate, they register. They get a T-shirt. There's some socializing, appetizers, different things at different places. But Monday night is trivia night. Tuesday night is basketball. Wednesday is cornhole. Thursday is hot dog eating contest. Friday is a softball games with a home run derby. And Saturday, a softball championship and trophy ceremony. And I think the cost is $50 per person. In the case of teams, you need 10 to 15 players. And those participating must be 21 or older. I think this would be amusing just to watch. And uh, hopefully I can break away at some point and go down and watch a portion of it. But, uh, folks, if you'd like more information, please go to copperheads.com. I'm sorry, copperheadbaseball.com. I also have a phone number, but I know many of you don't stand by there with holding a poem, holding a poem, holding a pen, waiting to jot something down like that, but as much chatter as I've given you here. The phone number is 740-231-2757. And I believe that's someone's cell phone who's kind of in charge of this event. Possibly, I it could be the person's name is Charlie Clegg, who I don't know new to the program since I left Copperheads Community Club Community Cup there we go okay so we've done that we've got all sorts of interesting studies but we only have three minutes to go uh, we have um, one study here called uh, the best and worst cities for staycation I think this will be still pertinent next week, so let's hang on to this one, Scott. Okay. We have another study here entitled 2021's Best Beach Towns to Live In. I certainly have my preferences and, and experience living in beach towns, but we'll see what this report has to say. We could talk historical events. But again, we're short on time, about two minutes remaining. Oh, let's do it anyway. Okay, Scott. Um, let's do birthdays first. Okay. Because they go a little faster. Okay, R Roald Edmondson. Now, he died in 1928 on this date. R-O-A-L-D... Amundsen, A-M-U-N-D-S-E-N. Who was he? He was a Norwegian explorer of polar regions, a key figure of the period known as the Heroic Age of Antarctic Exploration. Hmm. Okay, this next person only lived 20 years, and their, their name is simply spelled triple X, 
T-E-N-T-A-C-I-O-N. Would you think that might be a an entertainer? Well, I'm certainly I guessing that. Uh, okay. And you would be right. Extentation. Oh. Well, they they died in uh, they were born in '98 and died in 2018. Made it a whopping 20 years. American rapper, singer, songwriter. Let's see here. Extentation. Well, the only one we have. Paul McCartney. This would have been his birthday. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. The tropical system could bring flooding anywhere from Louisiana through Mississippi and Alabama into the Florida panhandle. Anywhere between, say, 7 and 10 inches of rain. State climatologist Barry Kime says, however, the exact path will make a huge difference with nearly all the rain to the east of the center. Dave Cohen for CBS News, New Orleans. In the West, it's a game of beat the heat with a fifth day of 100-plus temperatures in the forecast. This woman cooled off at a water park in Sacramento. Non-stop filling up the water, going in the pool. We're constantly transferring back and forth. The heat has made a historic drought there even worse. Switching from vaccines to antiviral pills to fight COVID could help combat the spread of the Delta variant, which is now in 42 U.S. states. CBS News medical contributor Dr. David Agus. Pills are cheap, they're easy to distribute, and we could distribute them globally to stop the spread. Because remember, it's in our self-interest to stop the spread of virus around the globe so there won't be new variants that take over like this Delta variant is now. The chief scientist at the WHO says the Delta variant is already becoming dominant around the world. The Biden administration is downplaying hopes after the president's summit with Vladimir Putin in Geneva this week. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan tells CBS this morning. We didn't set the measure at some verbal commitment from Vladimir Putin that uh, Russian criminals would stop hacking. We set the measure at whether over the next 6 to 12 months attacks against our critical infrastructure actually decline. New data shows the number of people around the world forced from their homes because of war, persecution or human rights abuse has doubled in the past decade. UN High Commissioner.